0: There was, I told God, like, God, I'm at a new place with new people, with your plan. Like, I'm giving you literally everything. Like, I'm giving every detail. I'm giving you my plans. I'm giving you my desires. Just, I want to live your will.
1: Welcome to Leave It Better. Our guest on today's show is... Patricia (laughs) Gashparovichova. Thank you, there's no way I was gonna pronounce that right. But thanks, Fiji. I'm super excited to have you on today. You're actually my first teammate that I get to interview on the show. (laughs) I'm so happy that you texted me. I really <laughs> appreciate
0: it. Thank you. You're
1: welcome. Yeah, it's so it's been so great to get to know you over this past, like, rough eight oh. months. <laughs> um, and so I'm excited to talk to you just about your journey from Slovakia to the U.S. and coming over here to play soccer and study. Um, so I want to start there. I remember you saying when you first got here in August that you felt like it was really just the work of the Lord getting you over here. Giving you this opportunity to play soccer and then at that time like all the crazy travel restrictions too that You had to deal with and that actually coming here and be able to play Um, How has he worked in your life? After you've been here over these past couple months. How have you seen him use the store that he opened for you?
0: Gotcha so I want to start off with um, that when I came you know, like I wasn't given any handouts, if I can say that way. So, and I kind of reached the edge because like I came, like no family members, no friends. I had two luggages and it was basically my whole life with God, right? So I basically like reached the edge of my life, if I can say that way. And at that time, Um, As I look back now um, I did the most important essential and Probably the best decision of my life. I've made so far and There was I told God like God, I'm a new place with new people with your plan Like I'm giving you literally everything like I'm giving every detail. I'm giving you my plans I'm giving you my desires. Just, I want to live your will and everything you have prepared for me. And, okay, that's how it basically started. <clears throat> um, I don't know if you want to talk about this, but, like, my faith changed a lot from the beginning as well. So maybe I would just, like, touch. Do you want Yeah, you feel free to
1: talk about it, yeah.
0: So I knew... I had to be disciplined, right? So, like, <laughs> I knew that um, if I fixed my eyes on Jesus, like, everything's gonna be okay. That's just how it is, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, he says in Matthew, um, sixth chapter, that seek the kingdom of God and I will give you everything you need. And that means everything, right? Mm-hmm. I need clothes. I need, it. I mean, just basic stuff like food, like if someone needs car, of course he's gonna give it to him, like everything we need. So, and I decided to believe that certain word of God. And it has got me through everything basically. So maybe we can talk about it a little bit later, like more.
1: Yeah. So like, that's amazing. Like, I love that. Like seek the kingdom first, I love that verse um how have you been seeking the kingdom like through I know immediately when you got here, you plugged into a church and connected with people with fCA and just were inviting so many girls on the team and openly talking about your faith and all this stuff so how, could you go into detail of like how you do seek the kingdom?
0: yeah, so in the beginning when I didn't know anybody anybody <laughs> And every time I just called my coach like, hey, I need this, I need this, because I didn't know anybody. <laughs> I just prayed. And I got to know you. You took me to Venture Church. And they they, um, they created a project called House Church when I got to know my second, basically, host family, which is such a huge gift for me because in the beginning, um... Like I had a few issues with like finances and everything, just being accepted in a new country with like new people and everything and my second family like helped me to get through everything, and I knew there was a God plan, and I knew that it was something God was planning like for me even before I knew I was going to the u s so and it was very important to me to be aware, like not to fall into something like, oh, okay, like it, it's, th- it's thanks to me. Like, okay, I, went, I um, went to the church. I was like, I was making an effort. I was like, no, like Holy Spirit literally guided me from everything and he was reminding me, this is from God, this is from God. Just be thankful, seek the kingdom of God, right? and just fix around on Jesus. And I did, and he took care of me. So, yeah, now I'm a part of venture Church, if I can say that, wait, wait, wait. I also lived with the family over the winter break, which was amazing. Like I didn't get to go home, and I was pretty upset at the like, first point, but then I just realized that this is God's plan. It's gonna be amazing, and it was. It just—it is, is so amazing. I—I <laughs> I don't know how to explain everything. Yeah,
1: it's really just—it comes down to like you said, His plan, and you trusting and putting forth that effort to seek Him, and then it's cool now that you can look back and kind of connect the dots of, wow, like I came over to America, and then I—I I went to church, and then I went to house church, and then I got a, a host family, and just how it all starts with one thing and he he connected it all the way it's really cool to look at that that way
0: i would also add like this one of my favorite bible parts it's also matthew 6 and um i have it in my mind probably since i came and holy spirit also was reminding me all the time that i cannot have two masters like i i it's impossible to like wanting to know God and then focusing on like mater- material things, like worldly stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And as the Bible says like, um, you cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. So like I really, since I came, I've been trying to push everything except God like to the side and have, the, have God in the first place like all the time like no matter what's happening no matter if i have problems with money no matter if i have problem like maybe being accepted kind of way like literally everything and now i can say as i look back that <clears throat> with my eyes fixed on jesus everything just worked out
1: which is yeah, that's so impressive because it's like you came over here for soccer. And so a lot of people, just even if they didn't even go that far from home when you, you're a college athlete, you're going into college with that mindset of my sport is the number one thing. This is the reason I'm here. This is why, you know, I've done all this hard work to get here. So I think that's so impressive by you that that you didn't have that mindset, that you kept Jesus first. And I feel like, too, that's probably why over the past month or two after having to deal with an injury that you've been able to keep positive. Would you, would you say that's been the,
0: your source of, of finding joy oh,
1: during these trying times?
0: Definitely. And also I would say when I came, my first months weren't the best ones. Like I had problems to adjust, like new culture, new system of playing, just, like really everything was just different and I knew that I wasn't playing my best even though I was making effort in every single practice, right? And so at that time, it was also hard to, to be focused on Jesus, even though the things just aren't working out, like I was, I, sorry, as I was imagining. So, but as I said, everything worked out, like I'm happy that I was disciplined at the time. And um, yeah, I got injured. I twisted my knee in a scrimmage. You've been there. Yeah. <laughs> and to be honest, like it got me for a second. I was like, what? Like now? Mm-hmm. Like before the season, my first season, my freshman year, but this is probably the biggest um, thing I overcame since I came here. And that's like even though okay so I would start with Second Corinthians 5th chapter when the Bible says we don't live by seeing but we live by faith. So since really I got injured I wasn't focusing on my symptoms. If you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I wasn't focusing if my knee was this swollen or not. (laughs) (laughs) Like if I actually had like two knees, I wasn't. And I knew that I couldn't. Because once, like if I started focusing on my knee, God would be on the sidetrack like immediately. And I know what the Bible says. Like for example, in the Proverbs, um, Bible says, that the word um, is healing for your whole body. Or in in Isaiah, it's written that by his wounds, if that's how it's pronounced, (laughs) we are healed. And once it's written, it's written. So I didn't pay attention to my symptoms. And I mean, I can, like, probably you could say as well, like after maybe a week or two, it was getting so much better. Like before my surgery, after two weeks, like after two weeks I got injured and it was still before my surgery. Like I was doing weights, 400%, even though my athletics trainer um, (laughs) um, didn't want me to jump and like, to like creative movements. But I felt so good. And um, yeah, I had surgery then that I think, it went good. And since then, uh, right now, it's only two weeks post-surgery. And my knee's doing so good. Um, Even now, like, when I feel pain or something, I'm not paying attention to it. Like once the Bible says we have to fight the evil and like give him no ground, like no place, no room in our lives. And we just cannot back up an inch. We just cannot. I'm proclaiming that I'm not in Jesus' name. Like, um, I know what Jesus says. And I know that if I keep um, my eyes fixed on him, I'm going to be happy. Even though it's uh, right now what it can see is. I'm so happy. I have such a huge peace. Maybe you can see it on me. I don't know.
1: No, you radiate it. Yeah. But,
0: and... This is just how I'm gonna continue with my life, and I hope I'll be back so soon and so early.
1: You will be because I think it goes to that saying like healthy, healthy body, healthy mind, like those go together, you know, and if you have peace in your your heart and your mind from the Lord, then your body's just gonna do the rest there. Um You obviously know the word so well. How, how did you get to this place in your life where not only you know the word, but you are believing it, that it's just a part of you?
0: So, um, Kyrie Blake, he's, a, he's kind of a pastor in Texas, and I've been listening to him a lot. And um, in the last semester, I've been listening to like a sermon or something. And he said, it's called he called it like a law, on confe- law of confession. And he said, what you're going to say and what you're going to believe is what you're going to have in your life. And that just blew my mind. And since then, I'm trying and I'm realizing like, everything I read in the Bible, I have to make a decision if I believe it or not, if I will believe it or not. And if I believe it, I'm not paying attention to what I see. Like, if God said, "Um, I'm going to meet your needs. Even though um like let's say I need something and I'm not seeing it like right away. I live by faith and we have guaranteed victory. So it's gonna come to like due time but I have to stand on faith. And that's like with everything. I just um the story from the Bible came to my mind when um Moses with children of um, Israel right is the Israel um, they found us, they found themselves in the f- um, in the front of the Red Sea with Egyptians coming behind them and there was like no place to to go like nowhere and they were hopeless they really were hopeless and you can quickly see who was in faith and who was not right. And pretty much just Moses wearing the faith. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, like they started asking him so many questions like, Why did you why did you bring us here? And Moses were like, Shut up. Or Hold your peace, sorry. <laughs> Hold your peace, like and they were hopeless. And I just realized that maybe God was telling them I want you to be hopeless because I'm your hope like he didn't take them around the sea and I feel like also when we find ourselves in situation we think we are at the edge of the Red Sea and there's no natural way to go out we have to find the hope in him right Mm -hmm. so I don't know what I want to say, but... <laughs> no, that's so good. Like, it just, all
1: of a sudden, that goes back to what you are saying, where you found yourself coming over here, and you were on the edge, that you oh, yes. you didn't, you know, you didn't know what was in store for you, but that's because you weren't relying on your sight. You had to rely on your faith and rely on the Lord. That's... It's so beautiful, so full circle. Um, So coming over here to America, what have been some of the cultural differences that you see between the way that Americans worship the Lord and we go to church and kind of get in community with each other versus the way that you did in Slovakia? Is there differences and have you kind of grown your relationship with the Lord and being able to
0: experience two cultures? Definitely, yes. So... Um, I was raised as Catholic, but over past three, four years, um, like okay, three or four years ago, I started to have so many questions, like why am I living according to this tradition and this tradition when Bible says this? So um, I made a decision with my brother to like really find the truth in the Bible, and I also made a decision that. I want to live according to the Bible, not according to the traditions. So it's been three, four years. I'm really trying to live according to the Bible. And that's also what helped me a lot, sorry, (laughs) a lot to come here. Because the Venture Church is just amazing. And that's a very big change for me since my whole family is Catholic, and we had some arguments, you know? (laughs) It hasn't been always good, but we share the same God, right? Mm -hmm. So, and I'm very glad I came here, and that um, I have the opportunity to experience, you know, new kind of church, and just um, new way of, getting to know God, maybe. Mm-hmm. So that has been one of the biggest changes uh, when talking about faith.
1: Yeah. And then final question for you. So the name of the show is Leave It Better. And so we always ask our guest. you have, specifically you, you have three, maybe maybe four, all the weird eligibility stuff, years left to play soccer here. How are you planning to leave it better for... For the soccer team and for all the people that you come in
0: contact here in Mississippi? You know what? I wasn't thinking about this, but the only thing that comes to my mind is I know God has a plan, and I will tell you that I will do everything what He wants me to do to live this place and these people better, to live myself better, if I can say the that way. And... Yeah, wherever Holy Spirit is going to guide me. You know, I don't want to leave my plans. I really don't want to just do it by myself. Because I know if I'm going to do it according to God, it's going to be the best way. And it's going to be just amazing. So I'm curious what God has in store. And... I'm just gonna pray. Um, So I'm doing his will.
1: I love it. I'm gonna literally go back and
0: watch this episode
1: and take notes because you're just so knowledgeable. (laughs) So much good wisdom just dropped there. So thank you so much for being on the show today PG.
0: Thank you so much for your questions and having me.
1: Thank you.